And we are back. We are back. Yes, we're back in Colorado. We've yes. been back in Colorado. We had the last podcast that's dropping. Yeah. Like, actually, it's already dropped because we're not yes. live. Yes. So this is Between the Sheets, and I am Leah. I am your host yes. with the most, a money-making, yes. God-fearing, manifesting queen in all aspects. Yes. Um, and I have my co-host in the house, as always. Yes, yes. W-H-I-T-N-E-Y, period, poos. Welcome back. Very excited yes. about kind of what we're doing with the podcast. Uh, let's just backtrack a little bit. We had Erica Cartman on last. She uh, was amazing. Yeah, last podcast. And that was with Evolve Sexuality. And that is already dropped for you. So if you haven't checked that podcast out, we were yes. talking about everything sex and just the um, taboo of all of it. Yes. And, and just trying to get comfortable with not only talking about it amongst our spouses, yes. right, which you think would be really easy to do, but yeah. we're finding that it's not. it's not, but with our kids, with other people, and just not allowing it to be such a taboo topic, so yes. it was so interesting. That was such a good podcast. And we are going to have to do a part two. Thank you, Erica, for coming on. Yes, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're super excited for more talks with the gentlemen yes, as well. So I'm so excited about yeah. that conversation. I can't wait. Um between the sheets. Yes. Between the sheets, you know. <laughs> I don't know. We're back here again. <laughs> We're back here. We're not changing the name, guys. We're not changing the name. But, you know, it's just been this continuous um, evolving, which I think is a great thing, is to always evolve in what you're doing. Yes. And I've always felt like with the podcast, we've need, we have need needed to have some type of niche, yes. something that was really interesting to people. And we've talked about love, relationships, life, success, business, um, a little bit of everything. everything. So it is more of a lifestyle podcast, but I didn't really feel like we had our niche in it. And, you know, more and more I had an epiphany with, you know, the word of God and just being between the sheets, but also because I'm a heavy reader. Yes. Um, is getting in between some of the sheets of these books that we're reading and, and bringing them to life for our viewers. So maybe they haven't read, maybe they're not big readers, maybe they're audible readers, but how have, you know, some of these books helped us in our life, Absolutely. in our journeys? Um, because I'll be honest, they've been tremendous help for me. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, diving between the sheets with some of these books that we're reading and really uh, showcasing what and how, you know, these things have um, impeded our life or, or yes. improved our life or helped us and, and bring it to our viewers to hopefully get them interested in reading or listening to some of these books. But seeing how, you know, this is applied, how do we apply these principles to our life right. and how helpful it is if you can actually sit down and read, you know, some of the, the biggest millionaires, um, the majority of the biggest millionaires read aggressive. a ton, yeah, a aggressive. ton of books. And, um, so I think that that's really important to say, because if you are on a success uh, route right now, it may be something that you want to pick up and start doing if you haven't done it. Yeah. Um, you're more of an audible listener. Yes. I just feel like I retain better when I, when I have it playing in my ear as opposed to me reading. I struggle. I've always struggled with reading. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a good read, I'll get through it. But yeah. if it's a little boring, I'm going to need some help. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? I, I read like, a, I, it was uh, to Selena with Love um, by her um, husband, Chris. And I read that book in one day, yeah. one day. And, you know, some of these books take me a while to, to read. And that one was just, it was so captivating to me. I read it in one day. Yeah. And so it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm also an audible listener. Um, I do a little bit of both, whether I'm on my walk, in my car, right. you know, whatever helps me. And sometimes I read along with the audible so that I can go a little bit That's faster. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then highlight. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea. 
lately I've been, uh, I don't journal a whole lot. Yeah. And, um, so in my own way, I guess I kind of journal with, with the, the books and writing down notes. And so that's where we're going to kind of take yeah. it. And, um, we're going to be, uh, still talking about everything, life, love, relationships, you know, success, and we're still going to have special guests on yes. and, and, you know, see what they're reading. And, and yes. uh, I'm excited to possibly have Brother Luck on, who yes. just finished his book. And it's dropping October 4th. Yes, congratulations to Brother Lee Luck. Lee did the photography for the book, <laughs> by the <laughs> way. Um, I'm very excited to have him on the show and just yes. kind of dive in. I want to get his book and read it and right. really see where his, you know, has his life has been, where it's going. I'm interested to hear the story. When I asked you guys when we were at lunch the other day, I was curious as to what his book was going to be about. So yeah. to know that it's about his, like, his come up. Yeah. Uh, that's super inspiring. Come up and, and I think just the overcoming yes. of depression and, yes. and losing his dad and, um, you know, just learning about him through his uh, podcast right. that he had. Uh, is kind of where I got a feel for that. So I'm very excited to read that and we'll hopefully have him on the show very yes. soon. And, yes. and uh, that will be a fun one with a special guest oh, with us. <laughs> a very special guest. Very special guest. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and just dive right in. Okay. And the first book, this has been one that I have literally been talking nonstop about. You yes. know this. Since you started, since I was here, you were heavy into this book. Yes. Um, so first and foremost, I want to give the background because I think maybe somebody had heard um, in one of the podcasts or, or maybe I spoke about it is what I mean uh, in one of the podcasts when I found this book. Right. I believe that there are signs everywhere for yeah. us. There are helpers. There are angels there, whether it's ourself um, in some other dimension right. or what, but there's always signs if we're paying attention. And this particular book is black and gold, which are my colors yes. first and foremost. Take a peek at the background. Yes. Yeah. And, um, the, uh, it's in new times Roman, yep. which is the script that I use yep. for my, my brand. And I was at a yard sale. I love yard sale shopping. <laughs> I love it. You can find so many gems. Yes. And this book was sitting on a shelf, just kind of sitting there, just, you know, on its own. And um, it was a, uh, a friend of mine that said, you know, this is, this would look so good in your office. <laughs> and that's all it was, was like, hey, this will look so good this in your office. Nice. But I picked it up and I was like, gosh, this, there's something about this book. And there's only been two books that have really called out to me. Right. In my life, it's been this one and Be Here Now. Yes. And we will talk about that one yeah. a little bit later because that one is a very, very, very deep book, a very deep-rooted book. Um, but when I mean that it called out to me, I just knew that I had to have it. I couldn't yeah. put it down. I couldn't not take it. I mean, I gosh, it was probably like $4. Who knows? Right. $3.99. Right. I, I don't know what it was. Um, but I did have an intention on reading it. I just didn't know how soon. And right. so I got it, and it sat on my shelf for right. many months. Right. And I finally decided to open it. And I'm going to tell you what, the moment that I opened it, it was so heavy hitting. Oh, yeah. From start to finish. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to talk about this book in depth because first and foremost, this book is written by Brendan Bouchard. Shout out, Brendan. Yeah, it's a number one New York bestselling. Um, and this is actually one of his older books. Yeah. He's done a lot um, thus far, and um, you can follow him on Instagram. He has some very inspirational quotes and things up there. But um, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I didn't know anything about this book. I just loved the name as well, The Motivation yes. Manifesto. And uh, so I started picking it up, and, and I read it. And one of the very first things when you open it up, it says, All religions, arts, and sciences are branches of the same tree. 
All these aspirations are directed toward um, ennobling man's life, lifting it from the sphere of mere physical existence and leading the individual towards freedom, which is Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. Underneath it, by John F. Kennedy, it says, conformity is the jailer of freedom and the enemy of growth. Ooh, that's powerful. Right? That's so powerful. Um, so I was like, okay, caught, you caught my attention. <laughs> I'm awake now. <laughs> yeah, you caught my attention. Um, and so I'm going to kind of break this book down, and, and I want to talk to you about some of the segments that really hit me, yeah. how it's helped me in my life. And I also want to get your take, yes. because there's some there's some powerful chapters in here that the first two to three chapters had me in tears yeah like after you told me you're like you need to read this book yeah. <laughs> I was like all right I'm gonna get the audible we were gonna start the book club yep um and the first like three sentences in the book are like oh yeah I don't want to check myself yeah <laughs> but yeah. you're making me right oh man it had me I was listening to it while I was in the shower yeah and I was insanely over flooded with emotion of just mm. like, ugh. It's so real. This is my yucky stuff that this I need to deal with. It's so real. And I had told Raina for the longest time to read it and read it. And every time that I would read something, I'd send it to her. And she's like, oh, my God, that's so good. Right. Oh, my God. And I'm like, read the, the book. book. <laughs> read it. And so I kept, you know, and she, she ended up buying it, but she still hadn't read it. No, yeah. And then, you know, the more and more I kept sending her things, she's like, yeah. what book is that? I'm like, it's that same book. You have it. Read yes. it. Yes. <laughs> so um, she ended up saying that she was going to read it. I, I haven't gotten her take on it yet to see. You That'll know. be interesting. I want to yeah. know her opinions on it, too. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. So, um, first and foremost, uh, as you open page one, and this is kind of where Whitney was explaining, <laughs> um, it says right off the top that there comes a time in the lives of those destined for greatness when we must stand before the mirror of meaning and ask why, when having been endowed with the courage heart of a lion, do we live as mice? Right. Why? When having been endowed with the courageous heart of a lion, do we live as mice? Yes. We have such power and authority yes. that we walk in and we do not take that by like just hand and move with Grab it. Grab it by the balls is basically. <laughs> and if we exactly. only understood the authority that we walked in to be able to manifest the life that we want to be able to, um, just create whatever story we want. Yep. We would all live differently. We would all speak differently. And we would all take our thoughts very, very captive. It's just constant accountability. It is. And that's hard. <laughs> Discipline. Yes. Endurance. Yeah. Integrity. Strength. Um, so, again, when I tell you that I'm reading this book and, and it just line after line after line hit me. It, it yep. literally just captivated me. And so this book has some, some fairly, um, easy principles. Yes. Okay. And declarations that it speaks of. And so the gist of the book is first and foremost, that we either live based on fear or freedom yep. in our life. It's, it's that simple. It's that simple. It's one or the other. That's what blew my mind is it's that, that concept is, it's, we're the ones that make it hard. Yeah. We're the ones that add the junk, add the stuff, add the mess. Mm -hmm. When it could just be very, very simple, cut and dry. Either you want to live in freedom or you're going to choose to live in fear. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's with any decision. So whether or not you want to be in a relationship, yep. you're basing it off of either the fear yep. or eventually you're going to choose freedom. I, I'm, I'm tired of being tired yep. and I'm going to let this go. Yep. 
whether it's a job that we want, um, I'm either going to live in fear and not ask for a raise, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to jump to freedom and, and say, this is what I want. Um, it's in every single aspect of our life. It makes up the psychology of every single decision that we make freedom or fear. Yep. One is going to win or the other one's going to win. Yep. And so the very first portion, um, particularly of this book, starts talking about fear, and then it starts talking about freedom, right? and then it starts talking about motivation, because we have to have a motive to win. The word motivation, you break it down smaller, is motive, Yep. correct? Do I have a motive for this? What is your why? Yes. And many times we have to go back to our why, we have to go back to that particular motive and figure out why we're moving or why we're not moving in the direction that we want to. Right. Motivation. How can we sustain motivation? Which is hard for me. <laughs> Tell me why. Tell me why. What is it what is it in your mind that if you're if you've either made a decision or there's something that you want that stops you? For me, it boils down to Ugh, I'm just going to call myself out. I just, I have a hard time living in the past and you cannot live in the past and be motivated at the same time. Mm. You have to choose to either put it down and move forward. And that is my biggest trouble. I always revert back to the past mm. and it can be really, really uh, the, the word or term that came up when I started reading the book is that I felt shackled to my past mm. and being stuck in that. It's like wanting to move and being stuck in quicksand. Like you want to move forward, you want to get out of it, but you, you still keep thinking about yes. the things that happened prior, yes. Yes. which is a fear-based yes. decision yep. because I'm afraid then to move forward uh-huh. because of what has happened to me in the past. Yep. Very interesting. Super, super, super interesting. Um, I feel like with that being said, um, there, I mean, gosh, you just dived into <laughs> you just dived into a whole lot right there. Um, thank you first and foremost yeah. for being so honest yeah. because I think that that is where a lot of people come in. And there's a um, a quote that I want you to marinate on. Okay. And, and I'm it, I'm sorry, guys, that I don't know actually who wrote it. Whether it could have been Gandhi, it could have been Buddha. I'm not sure, but it basically said, "People that live in the past are depressed. Mm-hmm. People that live um, in the future are anxious." And people that live in the present are yep. at peace. Yep. And this book talks so heavily mm-hmm. about living in the present moment, which in every single thing that we do, I am convinced that if we could live more in the present moment, yeah, that we would be so much more peaceful beings, that we would have so much more happiness, gratitude, joy, that we could actually intentionally yep live the life that we want. That's why I attach so quickly to self-meditation and being in the now. Like that was when I started, it was very essential for me to like get rid of the past, stop focusing on that, stop being so worried about the future and just be in the moment right now Mm -hmm. and be happy with who you are, what you've achieved, what you're doing right now. Mm. But that's hard. It is very (laughs) difficult. And it says that so many reason why that's so difficult is because we're distracted. Mm -hmm. We are distracted Um, and so let's, let's just kind of keep jumping in. So not only does it talk about those three main things, fear, freedom, and motivation, then it goes into the declarations. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there are nine declarations that this book speaks of. So I'm going to hit every single one and I'm going to try to break down these chapters within as much time as we have, um, because they are so powerful. (laughs) So number one is meet life with full presence and power. Yes. 
which is, oh, being in the present, like actively choosing, which we talked about this in the, in the, Raina brought this up. When you take a situation or a moment in your life and you choose to be in the present, Mm -hmm. you have to choose. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to be present. And then you're on your phone or you're paying attention or you're thinking about a bill that needs to be paid. That's not being in the moment. Yeah. At all. (laughs) All these false emergencies, all these Mm -hmm. false notifications that ding, bing like that. And then it just, oop, there we go. Yep. You know, most of the time we were, I was just talking to Chris about it was it says that the majority of the reason why our life is not fulfilling is because we just don't stay focused enough. That's it. It's just, you don't keep a focus enough to stay on that path. Yep. And so, um, it says meet life with full presence and power. So many of us as well play small. There's fear base mm-hmm. again. Okay. So, so, and, and I'm going to keep going back to that freedom or fear because you're going to start to understand why we make some of these decisions yep. and we don't live in our true authority. I said that a little bit, you know, earlier, we don't live in our true authority. And if we knew, you know, God doesn't <laughs> give us, he doesn't give us vision like that to see. I mean, he gives us aspirations and yeah. he gives us imagination and he gives us, you know, hope, but he doesn't give us the full thing because no. if we had it, then it, what it would, would be easy? Yeah. We what, wouldn't need to put in any effort or motivation. We, that, we would already have it. That's right. And so it takes hard work and dedication within that mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, just discipline. Yes. Persevere <laughs> even further. So, uh, we play small so many times and, and I, I kind of started to think about areas in my life that I was playing small. I'm a very strategic person as far as, what I choose to do. And right. I'm also a very careful person with my finances. Yeah. So careful to the, to the, to the T almost where like, if this just, if this doesn't make sense, I'm not yeah. going to do it. Or gosh, this is pushing a little bit too much. And I really felt like as I was reading this book, it was speaking to me saying, you are living in fear. Yeah. You are living in fear instead of letting go and seeing what is. And even so within any of the decisions that we make, we have to understand that there most likely will be struggle. Of course. You can't succeed without the struggle. And most of us don't want to face no, the struggle. We don't want to struggle. That don't feel good. It I want to feel good in the moment in the decisions that I'm making. So we conform. Yeah. And we decide to play small and stay it yep. safe. My playing small was based off of like just, you talk about it all the time, that fear-based mental lack and scarcity. It boils down to how I was raised, mm. you know? Think small. Yeah. Can't go to college. Can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Think small can't afford to get that car instead of busting my ass and, and getting jobs and figuring it out. Think mm-hmm. small. Like mm-hmm. it's constant. So it's learned behavior. Yeah. In every aspect. There's another book that I read and we'll talk about that one too, because it's one of my favorites that I always go back to. Um, but in the book, she, she basically says that, um, she, she was playing it back and forth in her head. Here's this car that I really, really, really want mm-hmm. and desire. And I, and I, and I want it, you know, I just like it. And then there, here's this one. This is the safer Bet. Yep. This one is a easier, better on gas. Yep. It, it's not going to make me too uncomfortable. And she weighed this out for the longest time. She even took both for test drives and she kept, you know, just struggling yeah. with the decision of what she wanted to do. And she understood that her struggle came from, I'm going to have to bust my ass. Yeah. So she went out and got the car that she wanted Yeah. and she wasn't quite ready. And she didn't have all of the answers down, you know, uh, Pat with what she was going to do. Right. She just made the decision. She jumped because she knew that that was going to be her Kickstarter yeah. to say, all right, I'm going to bust my right. ass. Now I did the same thing with my car. I had two different, two different options. I wanted an SUV 
And it was an older model. And then the car that I chose. It was better on gas. It was a little bit cheaper. It wasn't as big as I wanted it to be. But yeah. that I chose the safe route. Mm. Instead of just being like, no, you wanted an SUV. So yeah. why aren't you jumping? You know, the, <laughs> another thing that she says in the book is stop scraping off burnt toast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she goes, stop scraping. She goes, you guys, she goes, that is a, like as, yeah. as crazy as that seems, that is a scarcity mindset. Yes. I better save. I better not waste. Throw the damn bread away and make right. a piece, you know, a piece Brand of new, new piece. one. Like yeah. just do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to scrape this off and use this. We're not wasting this. Um, so I want to touch uh, on this chapter just a little bit more um, because it, again, every single one of these is so. It's hard hitting. It's so hard hitting. It, it really, really is. Um, it says, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary, we have to ask ourselves questions and to dissolve the belief and behaviors that limited us. Yeah. You just talked about it. These are paradigm thinking. These are thoughts that were placed in our head. Money doesn't grow on trees. Exactly. I tell my kids, yes, it does. Yes, it <laughs> it's does. It's paper. That's right. <laughs> it is. And it's all around me. Yep. It's all around me. It's just a piece of paper. But when you're born in a, in a home that is built off of lack and scarcity and just making yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard to change your mindset. Like rewiring your brain to think, no, it's the power is within your own hands. Because it's hard, right? It's hard. But let me tell you something. It's hard to stay broke. Yes. It's hard to stay <laughs> yes, poor. It's yes. hard to to live in in your life not fulfilling your desires. That's also very hard. Yes. You know when you ask people and you start looking around at people's lives, that's hard. Yep. To live that way. So choose. My aunt used to have this argument with my mom all the time. My aunt is horrible at managing money and my mom is more so like you, but from that lack of scarcity mind, it's, if we don't got it, we're not spending it. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And my aunt is opposite. She's just like, you know, if I have $20 in my bank account and I'm on my period and I want a piece of chocolate and some ice cream, I'm going to go get it. Yeah. Cause I need to focus on what makes me happy right now. Yeah. And my mom is like, no, you can't afford that piece don't of chocolate and that ice cream. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do in a couple of weeks or a couple of days when, you know, you need that money that you spent on that ice cream. Right. She's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to live <laughs> in the next couple of days. Yeah, so I might you know, as well be in the now. Hey, some, some, some of us, you know, we save, save, save money. Um, you know, it, it's one thing like I, I always say that I love Dave Ramsey and I love that, yeah. that aggressive. I do. I take bits and pieces from him because I also love rich dad, poor dad. And, and, and he basically says that thinking is not rich thinking. Yeah. You know, you're you're saving, saving, saving for your money can sit there. Like, no, let's, let me show you how to do something with your money. Yes. And so I take bits and pieces from all of these people and I try to apply it in different ways. Um, and, and sometimes I get the freaking piece of chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, um, it says that, uh, we have to, basically declare the motives that impel us to exert our strength and to separate ourselves from those who stunt our vitality, growth, and happiness. Whether that be family, whether Uh it be loved ones, whether those would be the people that, you know, say, hey, you just, you better be careful. Yeah. The warriors, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, which they mean well. So many times they mean well. And it's usually the closest people to you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Dream killers. It says um, that this is going to be a difficult effort. All of these principles, all of this stuff is going to be a difficult, um, effort, but you have to really put forth and figure out your why your motive so that you can stay motivated. Yes. So, um, 
it says we too often are lost in the abyss of unawareness. And now I posted this a while back because yeah. this one was just like, I find myself in this circle all the time mm-hmm. because we have to live life, right? Yeah. We have to do a job. Yes. I have to do a job. I can't be successful unless I, I can't just live this life thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to sit here and imagine and live in the present, you yeah. know, and um, everything is going to come to me. No, there, there's still work that has yeah. to be done beyond that. Got to be an adult. I mean, you got to be an adult. <laughs> yeah. But so many times that we get lost in this abyss of unawareness. Like we don't even understand like that we're just gone. Like awareness. hours, yeah. hours have just gone by and, and we're like, whoa, where, where did that time exactly. just go? Where if we were just intentional with that, a little bit more intentional, then we could hit and we could see certain energies and certain things around us that are there to help us. But we, we often so miss it. And, and I've been, anybody that knows me knows that I've been on this kick forever because I understand how distracted we are as people. Mm -hmm. We think that we are for forward in, 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 in this life because it's fast, 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 fast. Everything around us is faster, but is that really good? No, it makes things faster so that we can flood our schedule with more things. So is that really good? Because then we just stay in this bubble of distraction and on this wheel, we just keep going and going and we are not the damn energizer, bunny. we're going to burn out. (laughs) Yes. I just put up, uh, or just read actually a quote as well that said, burnout is not something to be proud of at all. Being a workaholic, it's not as appeasing as you think it is. Right. Because you're basically saying that I choose wealth and success and, and money over sanity. My peace. Yeah. My peace. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you're putting out there to the I universe. That's what you're putting out there to God. Oh, I just had this conversation with Toya last night. She asked me what the rest of my schedule was like for the rest of the week. And she was like, damn, you're going to be tired. And I was like, yeah, but I have to be intentional about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a motive, motivated reason on why I'm doing all of these things. Yes. There's a reason. You got to remember that you have yep. to con- constantly remind yourself when it gets hard. Yes. Um, it says we must choose to feel again because what's happening is that we as people are not even feeling. We're not mm-hmm. even enjoying the moments. We're not looking up enough to enjoy yep. the moments and the people and our surroundings. We're not doing it enough. And time is passing us yep. by. It is fleeting. The word says time is fleeting. Like it's yeah. it's just going away. It's always going. It's, it's never always gonna stop. going. We have forgotten the natural photo life is not a distant death but a present in the moment detaching from living. (laughs) We're so scared of death that so many of us can't even imagine that we're going to die. Terrified. I'm terrified. Like that, even having that conversation terrifies me. That's our ego. Yes. That's our ego saying that we are so entwined with this world here, with these things here, that we're not living in the spirit. Yeah. You know, that's our ego. And it's not in a bad way to say we all live in ego. We all, and, and ego is a, it can be good and it can be bad, yeah. but we all live in ego. And that I, I realized in reading um, one of uh, Wayne Dyer's books that he said, that's one of the first things to be present that you have to let go yep. of is your ego. Yep. You have to start saying, this is not my identity. This yeah. is not my end game. This is not where I'm going to be. Yeah. This is temporary. Yeah. This is a temporary home. So we must decide to bring the full might of our conscious mind to the present experience. So we talk about that, but how do we do it? Right. How do you bring your mind to the the present experience? No distractions. Mm -hmm. Stop thinking that everything that is beckoning you, every little ding on your phone, Mm -hmm. every little phone call, every little interruption that you have 
needs your attention yeah. immediately. Yeah. It oh, doesn't. I'm OCD. I'm OCD about it. Oh, what if I don't answer it? Then well, what? for so many, so many years I was too. I'm answering emails at 9 PM at night. Yep. I'm making myself available to people when I should be like, I'm sorry, my right. cutoff hours are at 5 PM. Right. And if you'd like to get a hold of me and if you really want to work with me, you're going to wait. Right. And if you don't, then you're probably not my client anyways. Yep. You're not coming to see me for the experience. Exactly. You're not coming to see me for me. If you don't set that boundary and re- level of respect, then you get <laughs> set that boundary. Say it yes, again, girl. Set that boundary. Because then once I reply back, mm-hmm. I'm open for yes. conversation. Yes. And yes. now I need to finish this conversation. Exactly. You can't respond and then not <laughs> respond because then it's going to be, oh, well, bad complaint. Not everything yeah. is an emergency. So we shall meet life with full power and presence. The next one is reclaim your agenda, yeah. which just falls right into that mm-hmm. whole thing we just talked about because of these false emergencies, because of the people that we work for. It could be me. I can be sending you a message at 9 p.m. and it's because I need to get it out of my mind of so course. I don't forget. But then it's like, okay, great. Do, well, then I, do I need to respond? Right. I, you know, and, and that's not right. right. I need to respect your time just right. as much as I'm respecting my time. Right. And... These are false emergencies. Mm-hmm. But These- that's hard way of thinking when you're, when you compare that to a person like you that runs their own business, mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who works for a big corporation, mm-hmm. that's hard because the whole point of owning your own business is to have that personable vibe, right? right? And as soon as that work or opportunity comes in, you want to jump on it because right. you want those people to know just how important they are to you. Right. That's what m- sets you apart from the big Big businesses and, and I industries. Think there's a there's definitely some sort of in between because and, and I don't even like to say balance. I was gonna say balance, but it's like <laughs> I don't even know again if that word even exists. I have to set boundaries and yes. say that I respect my time for others to respect me, but I also don't want to miss opportunities. Exactly. And so there is that like, you know, hey, if I'm just laying around right here right. and I'm by myself, right, not with others. Right then maybe I can get, you know, and, and, right. and do this. But if I'm with my kiddo and, and he's saying, mom, I want your attention yeah. and ding, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, let me just handle Hold this. On, oh, yeah. ding, here yeah. comes another one. These false emergencies. Yeah. So we have to reclaim our agenda. We have to be very intentional with our days, with our, 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 our schedules, yes. with our time. And I, I really feel like you and I have been on a journey of really trying to do that same. This is it. I mean, I was doing 16 to 20 sessions in one month and that does not include my editing time, my marketing time, my, my reveal time, my consult time or setting up, you know, the, the studio or breaking it down, cleaning it, paperwork. It doesn't include any of that. And I was bogged down and I'm making great money, but I'm not happy because Mm -hmm. my kids aren't happy and my husband's not happy. And I'm in here until one in the morning. Well, and how can you be happy with your work if you're running yourself spent? Right. Like you can't truly edit and give the focus that you want to give when you're tired. Am I successful? Yes. Yep. Yeah. But is that everything? No. Absolutely not. It's just not. And the more and more as I get into the second half of my life, I realize that it is not everything. Like these moments that we are allowing to pass us by Mm -hmm. or that we are just running through so fast we are missing yeah. so much. You don't get that time back. It's, you don't. Before you know it, your kid is 21 years old and out the door and, and living their own life. And you're like, whoa, wh- what happened? Where the hell did that just happen? You know, yeah. where, did, where, did, where did that go? Yeah. Dang flies. Where'd the time go? So, um, you don't feel like you have control. 
You don't. When you really do. <laughs> when you really do. You, you do. really. Yeah, all you have to do is just say, okay, I'm going to be intentional. And so yep. we've done a really good job about saying, that's it. This is what we're yep. doing. Shut it down. Yep. Everything else is for us to be in here. And it's been, there's been days that I've gotten up and I'm, I'm a little bit jittery. I'm a little bit like, oh, what, okay, I don't have nothing to do. This Wait a minute. Weird. This is weird. Exactly. <laughs> but then there's this piece of. I remember when you hit me with the first message, I'm like, um, did I do something wrong? Oh, wow. you're, yo, you're, okay. So she's talking about. I don't, I was, did I just come back from Reina's? Yes. We just came back from California and you were like, you know. We really don't have a whole bunch on the schedule today. You I know, don't need you to come in. I don't need you to come in today. And I was like, I got that. Like, oh, I'm excited because I have time to do things. But wait a minute. Why don't is you everything want me to, okay? Right. Why don't you want me to come in? And, this and is then not normal. I think it was even the next day that I was like, yeah, there's nothing going on. Like, let's just, you know, I need to, I needed to, I needed that space. Yes. And, yes. and it wasn't you. It wasn't, it wasn't anything. It was me. I yeah. just needed to be in my home yes, and to, to feel organized and to feel like, you know, I was, I still doing work. Yes. Well, course, in, in some yeah. ways or another, but I really wanted to feel like I have control, but you were being intentional. Yes. Which is so important. Yeah. But I did, I needed some clarify. I was like, <laughs> um, did I do something wrong that you don't want me to come to work? No, no, that was not it. Um, but that's that scarcity mindset that scared like, Ooh, yeah. Well, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. I have two days off. Yeah. Or, or what am, what do I get to do now? Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like changing that whole mindset of like, yes. wait, instead of like, oh, you know, it's like, Hey, what do I get to do? Mine now? was like, oh, I guess I really have to do that laundry now. <laughs> Um, no excuse. <laughs> we cannot connect with others ourselves, nor can we meet the demands of the hour with grace. If we are not more intentional with our time and reclaiming our agenda. So the next one is defeat your demons. Oh, okay. So defeat your demons. You guys, if you don't understand just within these first three chapters of this book, how powerful this is, because we all have it. I call them gremlins. You've heard me call them gremlins. And I, you heard me in my speech that I gave, uh, say that we are our own worst enemy, but we are also the warrior. And it is so true because we are in control of our thoughts. Yep. The word says to take every thought captive. And I challenge people all the time to say, what does the word captive mean? It means to hold it, to yep. take it hostage and determine what I'm going to do with this yes. thought. If it doesn't serve me, get rid of it, let it go. Yeah. And if it's one that I'm like, I want to marinate on for a little while and I want to start to imagine and I want to yep. let the, the forces of my mind start to create, yep then do it. That's because where I'm like, no, I want to hold on to this because what happens if I let it go? I'm scared. Mm. Oh, no, mm. I don't want to let this go. Uh-uh. I need to be in control of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm supposed to be in control of my thoughts. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's very, very difficult. Um, but it's we, possible. It, it's, it's, it is. It's you, you know, Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's as plain and simple yeah. as that. Either which way, you're right. Right. Whether you choose this yep. or you choose that, you're right. As soon as I got to that chapter, I started thinking about all the crap that was going on at that time. And I was like, what is this thought doing for me right now? Mm-hmm. It's eating up yeah. space, time, energy for me to not be motivated on what I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm gonna talk to you about this one for just a second as well. Um, it says that we've become hypnotized by a false but compelling need to respond to all the needs of others. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, 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 sorry. No, that's, that's the one we just okay. went over. Yeah. That's, that's, yes. we yes. just talked about that. The, the false notifications. Yes. No, this one, our internal demons poison us with worry, fear, whatever we might be vulnerable to 
stunting our growth in vitality. We stunt our own growth and our own vitality based on the thoughts that we are having. Yes. I want to do this, but oh, what happens if this? And we have these what ifs. And then we create this whole story in our mind. And guess what? What we're putting out there is this is what's going to happen. This is what I want to receive. And it doesn't mean that you have to speak it. Your thoughts are more powerful (laughs) sometimes than your own words. Why? Because (laughs) most of the time we act out our thoughts. And so what are we putting out there? This is what I believe to be true. Yep. This is what I believe to be true. So guess what God says? Okay, Okay. it's true for you. Let's make it happen. Good (laughs) or bad. If we understood, I think that we all would be so much more careful with our thoughts. If we really truly understood that what we're thinking, we are creating. Yep. And people are just like, be positive, be positive, be positive. Well, Let's just be real. Yeah. Like the majority <laughs> of the time we're on this thing of what if, and I can't, and, and I, you know, this bad can happen. Well, mm-hmm. this is where it goes back to that fear-based thing. And he says, that's a perverted mindset. And when mm-hmm. I say that, he says that we've taken that word and we have perverted it to be something that it is not. Yep. A bear is coming to kill you. Yep. Run for your life. That's when you should be in fear. Right. Getting up to speak. And letting, you know, the fear, uh, and I'm letting the insecurities Mm -hmm. of what I think people are going to perceive me as or think of me is not fear. It is insecurity. Yes. Let's call it what it is. And how does that suit you in the moment right now? It doesn't. So get rid of it. Yes. Yes. And trick your mind. So Mel Robbins, five second rule. We're going to talk about that book as well. How do you trick your mind to saying, this is good. I'm excited. All of these feelings that I'm having, these jittery bugs and my hands are shaking is because I'm so excited. I'm so excited about what's going to happen right now. And you have to start tricking your mind. Like you have to take those thoughts captive and replace it with something else. Um, We then are training our mind in this way, when we allow our thoughts to go rampant in negative, in, in false beliefs, in, in false evidence appearing real, mm-hmm. we then say, I'm okay with being a slave to my thoughts and allowing them to run me. Yep. Instead of being attentional and saying, no, I'm going to control my thoughts. Right. I'm going to say, nope, that one doesn't serve me. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to re-switch this. Right. Even if it's an intentional where the thought is coming into your brain and you have to write it down to get it out. Mm. Oh, that's so powerful. That's get rid so of it. powerful. Uh, writing it down, even good or bad, this one doesn't serve me. You know what I mean? Like, and I love that you said write it yes. down because you can just say, here was the thought, here was mm-hmm. the story that I made up in my mind, mm-hmm. and here is what I'm replacing yes. it with. And be intentional. Throw it away. Mm. <laughs> Make the choice. Throw it away. And that is an action. Yeah. And that is an action. I love that. That's great stuff, Whitney. Um, So we can become a slave to all of our own personal thoughts. So we have to take back that and say, we're going to defeat these demons. We're going to, we're going to take, we're going to make war against ourselves. We're going to make ourselves uncomfortable. We are going to put ourselves in the struggle and the uncomfortableness and we're going to make war. And I think that so many people would be amazed to see how resilient they are. Yes. So the next one is advance with abandon. What does that mean to you? <laughs> Basically having to advance to move forward, but abandoning an old version. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you 
can't advance in your life in any aspect without shedding the old. Mm-hmm. You have to get rid of it. You can't take you with you no. and think that there's going to be a different circumstance and, and you're still the same you. Yeah. You have got to put in work and say, I'm done with this old version. I'm moving forward. No matter if you get in a new relationship, yeah. a, a new partner, you're still taking you yes. into the equation. I say it all the time because it's true. The best analogy of this was when we were at church and he was like, you want to be this new person, right? And you're making all these changes and you're working out and your body's changing. You can't put that old outfit Ooh. on Ooh. and think that that shit is still going to fit. Yeah. It's not going to fit. It's going to hang off of you. It's not going to fit in right Smelly, places. It's dirty. It's like, yeah. Why do you want to keep putting that on? You want to be this different person. Mm-hmm. You are making the active changes and choices to do so, but you keep putting on the same outfit. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is going to advance that way. That word abandoned means abandon all of those old things. Abandon all of those people. Yeah. Abandon and advance. So so I'm letting go and I'm advancing. I am advancing with abandon. Like, see you later. Yeah. I'm out. Yes. So I'm going to talk to you about this really quick. It says, we have forgotten that our that courage is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Yes. It's not something that you you typically just walk into and like, okay, uh, you know, I'm, no, you have to choose to be courageous. You have to choose. And by being courageous, you've heard me say this before, (laughs) you have to then be vulnerable. Yes. You have to start to shed stuff that is not comfortable. It says, and that permission to move forward with boldness is never given by the fearful masses. They will tell you, don't do that. Yes. They will tell you that's not safe. And again, some of them do it with love and care because they think that they're helping us out. But what it's what it's really doing is from the from the get go, when a mother is too overly protective of mm-hmm. their kiddos, and it's the moment they fall. You know what I mean? Why yeah. do you see those kids cry? And then, yeah. and then you see them cry and cry because we've just put yeah. more like, oh my, oh god, my god, something's wrong, <sighs> right? No, hey, get, get up. up. You're okay. Yeah. You're okay. You're gonna be fine. Wipe it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and we did that with our kids very often. Like get up, get up. Yep, All right. You're yep, good. Yep. Unless it was really bad. <laughs> we were like, Oh shit. You know what I mean? This, this is bad. The, the arm was hanging this way. It was like, get up. Get, oh, okay. Let's oh, go to the really doctor. Hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, let's go. Um, a life of greater joy, power, and satisfaction awaits those who consciously design their life. Yeah. We have to intentionally take thoughts captive. We have to intentionally um, mean what we say, you yeah. know, say what we mean, mean what we say, move forward. We have to consciously say, I- I'm defeating this. I'm yes. going to move forward. Um, but so many of us wait for the perfect circumstance mm-hmm. to arise, the perfect conditions mm-hmm. to arise. Um, I just have to wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait. And that's what this means. This uh, advance with abandoned is we often just wait, wait for this. No, it's not time yet. Let me right. wait for this. Instead of just taking it by the freaking horns and saying, I'm going to do this. Raina had asked me one point and and she asked me, it was in decorating. She just said, how do you do that? (laughs) But she's asked me this prior. Like you just tend to make a decision and go with it. You just just do it. it. Yeah. You just do it. What, what, did I fall? Yes. Right. Did, did my knees get dirty? Yes. Did, did I, you know, get dirt on my face? Yes. Yes. But I did it. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not waiting for this, this safety net. I, right. I did it and said, okay, I, you know, wh- whichever way I, wh- whichever way I go, I'm going to do it. Yes. And, um, I think it was Miles Monroe that said, if you're going to fall, 
if you're going to fall, he says, fall backwards. Yeah. He says, because then you're looking up and you can get up. Yes. So you're going to fall, yeah. but fall backwards. Yeah. And, 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 and he says, that way you can get up and you can see what you're doing. Like, I loved that because he's setting it up to know that no matter what we do, we are, you know, some of us are blessed, like truly, truly blessed where yes. we haven't had to face a ton in life. And, and those are, I think, very favored people. Those yes. are people that are, or people that are wise mm-hmm. and watch others and what they do and say, I don't yeah. know if I want to do yeah. that or not. Yeah. You know, I always say that this book talks about it. It says, be one of those people, like be one of those people that don't have to make as many mistakes as the other person. We talked about that where some people feel like they need it, but Raina said, it's actually harder to say, I'm going to make this decision and not do it and be intentional with it than to have to go through it. It's harder work to say, I'm going to decide not to do this. Um, all right. So we're going to continue on here. Um, we must remember that we are not the sum of our intentions, but our actions. I love this because later on in the book, it basically says intention is not love. Yeah. Action is. You can be intentional. I was going to call you. Right. I was going to come and see you. Right. I was going to give you this, but that's not love. Yeah, not at all. It's the actions that show that this is what's in my heart and this is what I'm going to do. It's more hurtful you to tell me you oh, was going to do something yes. than to just do it in then the first place or not. why even tell me? Exactly. <laughs> why tell me that? I don't even want to know. Because that's making you feel better. That mm-hmm. has no service Ooh, for me. That's making your ego feel better <laughs> for, for compromising what you didn't right. do. But by saying, oh, I was going to. Right, no. Guilty. Yeah. Okay, I've been guilty. There have been times that, I, that I've thought about people and I was like, I was going to call. Yep. Like, dang, I've been meaning to call yep. you. And I didn't. Yeah. You know, it, it happens. The next one is practice joy and gratitude. Which is so hard. That has to be the highest on the list. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. That has to be the highest on your list of things to do. He didn't put it in order. I don't believe in any kind of way. I think he just, and maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that we have to, in order to receive or manifest, okay? And and I believe this wholeheartedly. Be thankful for the things that you have. Yes, right? Yeah. But be thankful for the things that are coming. Yes. And you need to make a list of the things that you are expecting. Yes, and start being thankful for them. And on a walk or in prayer, I'm thankful for the next house that's going to be built. I'm thankful for the flip that's going to happen. I'm thankful for the people that are coming onto the property that are supplying me with passive income. Yes. I'm thinking for the, the, the thousands of women that are going to come walking through this door to come and see me. I'm thankful for the health of, of myself, yes. the health of my yes. family, the protection. I'm thankful for that. It's an ongoing, always going list. And mean it. Yes. And mean it. There was one morning I woke up and, um, I just woke up with so much gratitude and so much joy. Uh, and it, for me, I woke up and I just started thanking God and said, God, thank you for the carpet that's touching my feet right now. Like, thank you for the floors that are underneath me supporting, you know, me to walk on. We live in such a tunnel vision, I think. And they were just talking about this on church this last Sunday about how we had the perfect opportunity to be so intentional and so thankful for everything that we have during the shutdown. And people just ignored it. Didn't take advantage of it. Like, I'm thankful for the roof over my head. Yeah. I'm thankful for this unemployment check coming through. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, that you're still finding a way while I'm not working and I'm stuck in my house. Thank and I you, can't. God, for slowing me down. Oh, my gosh. 
that was if that wasn't the most intentional thing that God could do for us at that time. And maybe God was oh. saying, okay, now you can't. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to sit down? Oh, okay. I'm yeah, going to sit now, you down. Now I'm going to make now you. Now you like, don't have a choice. Now you can't leave. Now you have to be with that wife that you don't want to come home to. Ooh. Now you have to spend time with your kids. <laughs> now you you can't run from this. Now you have to be in the moment. Yeah. You don't have but a what choice. What do we do? We complain. Oh my gosh. And we were uncomfortable. Right. And, 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 you know, many of us. And then many of us found to be yep. happy and, and we found joy in yes. that time, you know, which I love. So that's very, very, very true. Oh. Uh, we have to practice joy and gratitude. We are exhausted. And and I love that it says this because I've been doing this often when we've been on trips, when we are just yeah. walking. I look at people's faces. Yeah. You remember I tell you all the yes. time, I'm like, just smile. Just smile. <laughs> just walk by and just like smile. People smile look at people. you like you are freaking crazy. Like, like what the hell she's like right. smiling about? Right. People look at you like you're crazy because you smile. Yes. Because they're so tunnel vision. Just People don't even want to make, I, I challenge you while you're walking around yes. in the store, in Walmart, wherever it is, look at people's faces, try to make eye contact yes. with them and smile and see what they do and look at their faces. Yeah. They are exhausted. Like, they're tired. Yeah. They're angry. Like people are so like upset. Yeah. They're so, so, so upset. Um, it says well-being has been cast aside for wealth, success, favored over sanity. I said this earlier. Well-being has been cast aside for wealth, success, favored over being sane. Which is crazy. I would rather be successful and feel like this is going to make me happy. It's not going to make you happy, boo. Then your well-being? Then your well-being. Your well-being is is not as important as that check or that job. Or or, once you you receive it, you're moving on to the next thing. If your well-being isn't, that's your foundation. Yes. If that's not right, nothing's going to be right. Right. And, and if you're like me, if you're a person like me, once I've accomplished it, it's on to the next. Yes. And here we go again. Mm-hmm. Here we go again. Yep. And what I need to do, which is in this book, is slow time and enjoy the journey and enjoy the time and yes. enjoy what I'm creating in that moment. Yes. And live it. Because you if you know? don't, it could be gone. It's gone. Just like that. It's, it's, it's gone. There is no tomorrow. You're going to hear me say this over and over and over again. There's no tomorrow. It's just today. Oh, that makes me anxious. (laughs) Because there's not. Because when we're thinking about 10 minutes from now, we're going to be in the now. It's over. (laughs) We're in the now. It's that simple. Tonight, I'm in the now. There's no tomorrow. It's just always the now. It's always the present moment. That's all we have. That's it. It's so mind-boggling for us to think, yeah. There's no tomorrow. Yeah. It's just always now. Think it's about it. In, 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 in Italy or, you know, these people, yeah. they're already in their tomorrow. Well, yes. They're in their tomorrow, but right. it's today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you see how that doesn't exist? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That's so mind-boggling to me. Um, our supreme duty must be to rekindle the magic of life. And in that, we have to practice joy and gratitude. Yes. Being thankful for the very, 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 very small things and being thankful for what is to come. That is key to manifestation. I will just say that because I know that I'm a powerful manifester and the key is to be thankful for the things that are coming. Yes. Because I'm expecting it. The word says you don't have because you don't ask. Exactly. That was the best lesson I've ever, I love Steve, that message that I got from Steve Harvey at that 
at that festival that I went to. He was just like, you're supposed to be living as if you've already received it. He says, it's no secret, people. It's no secret. He says, I'm not doing anything different except for expecting, writing it down, writing things down. That's it. I already got it. Yeah. It's already here. Everything I needed. When people start thinking, oh my God, like there's no money. Okay. Guess what? There's no money. You're right. Yeah. But for me, there's money all around me. It's flowing easily and it comes to me easily. It's all around me. I'm not worried about it because it's a piece of paper. Yeah. It's a piece of paper that I've given value to and said, this is high on my priority list. Now, now mind you, we live in a world where we trade, we barter for this piece of paper, but that's what we're doing. Yeah what value does it really have, but what we give it, you know what I mean? Well, and for me, the power of prayer is crazy because I used to think that way. I don't have, but $20 in my bank account. What am I going to do? God, please just, I'm giving it to you. You're going to find a way. Man, if that man didn't find a way every single time. He said, you're here because there was always a way. He said, I can't, jobs would just pop up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Lord, I don't have money to make my rent this month. What am I going to do? Oh, ring, ring. here's a wedding. <laughs> oh, here's something for you to do to make money. Oh, here's this. Oh, he finds a way every single time. Mm-hmm. When I give it to him, instead of me holding on to it and thinking it is what it is. And I love that. And I love <laughs> that. But I also want to challenge those people that think that way is to forward think yes. about what's coming. Yes. And put peace in your heart instead of that. Yeah. How am I going to get this? Yep. How am I going to get this? Because we're training our bodies to live in that stress. Yes. And anxiety. And anxiety. That's that future. And that can make you spiral and get you off focus. Yeah. Instead of focusing on what's in front of you in the now and trusting that it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's always going to be okay. You are where you're supposed to be right now. Like that's, that's just what it is. Yes. This was a destined moment. This was a written moment. I believe that wholeheartedly. The next one is do not break integrity. (sighs) (laughs) we compromise too easily when Uh life gets difficult yeah we compromise too easy when life gets difficult so think about that rapper that was just killed over a chain yeah it's easier for me to go steal a hundred thousand dollar chain off your neck yeah than it is for me to put in hard work somebody put up a post right after and was like he's got insurance on it you're so it's your ego in that moment proving something yeah what are you proving you're proving that you're lazy and you don't like hard work. That's that you want it easy, <laughs> that you're breaking your integrity, that yeah. you have none. Let them have it. Like it, 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 you was know that I mean? worth it? No, it worth and, and I get it right. what you're saying. Like that to me. So I see what you're saying yeah. right now. Cause I, I wasn't quite, but I, somebody took that man's chain and killed him because they didn't want to do hard work. Yeah. Pretty much. This yeah. is easier. Yes. So they broke integrity. Yes. And that's a whole conversation in itself because it's like, oh, man, I work this hard. I bust my ass. I've done all this stuff. You'd think people would respect me. you think people would have integrity. Yes. No. No, they don't care. No. They don't give a shit about you. They no. don't care. They, there are people out there that do not give no. to, they, they don't care about you. Yeah. They don't give they a shit about that you. They see that as a come up for them. Yes, that, and it was. And, and now it's like, good luck with that chain that everybody's going to be looking for. And, and yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to get rid of it? Now what's it really worth? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? This, this gold that you put value to, what's it really worth? Because, I mean, good luck with that. Wait, are you going to get a couple thousand dollars on the streets for it? Well, and some people don't want to have the conversation and say it's too soon. But, I mean, that's a lesson in itself. Yeah. Don't. Ooh, it's not, not worth it. It's not worth it. There's nothing that is worth your life. Give it up. Walk away. Like, there, there's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So this one says, um, 
powerful because I don't know how many times people do this um, when they didn't know. They really just truly didn't know. But it says, too many of us believe ourselves strong when a long gaze across our lives would cite a pattern of quitting Mm -hmm. or withdrawing too soon. Often when our loved ones needed us to be strong or right when our dreams were just within reach. Mm. Mm. And I think about that one because of that deal over there. Yeah. If I believe the way that I say that I believe, I would have had it. Yeah. Mm. It's yucky. It's not, you know, yeah. If I believe the way that I said, I believed, then I would have had it, but I gave up because I got scared because I didn't want to face and get more uncomfortable because it was already so uncomfortable for me. And I was thinking $100,000 to fix the property. Where the hell am I going to get that? Now I'm thinking, shit, man, I could have came up with $100,000. I could have done it. Yeah, Maybe I'll still do it. But you have to give, and that's where I detest that. And I say you have to give yourself grace in that moment. Yeah. Because there was a plan or a reason for something else. Yeah. And that's it. And I have to believe that too. And let it go. I have to believe that too. And, And if it is supposed to be, God would make a way. Facts. (laughs) Facts. <laughs> like it's that simple. God would make a way. Um, for convenience or the wide smile of popularity, we waffle on our own word and give up what we truly believe in, breaking integrity. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, we want to fit in more or we want to change ourselves to fit in or we see that this is what people like and so this is what I'm going to do. We break our integrity of who we are. Yeah. So we shall not break our integrity any longer. That's a declaration. Yeah. The next one is um, amplify love. <laughs> this is where I started getting tore up. <laughs> this is the portion of the book that it I says started Whitney. Tore, this book tore me up. <laughs> I, I just was like, wow, you know, because I know, and I've, I've, I've talked to you about this, and, and outsiders can see things sometimes, you know, where you're stopping or where there's mm-hmm. a block or where you're like, and again, whatever we're putting out is what we're receiving. Mm-hmm. So we're not transmitting, it says, or receiving love as we were divinely intended to. Mm-hmm. This book says, love is not yours to capture. Yeah. It doesn't belong to you. Love is not something that you can capture and say, this is mine. Right. It's free. It's everywhere. It's there. But we have thought in our minds that um, this love is mine. It was taken from me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it can't be taken from you. Yeah. It can't be. It's yours. It's free. It says, somewhere down the road, ego was hurt. Not love. Love wasn't hurt. Yeah. Ego was hurt. Love is divine. It's everywhere, ever present and abundant, and it's free. It's the spiritual energy that is at this very moment flowing through the universe is love. It's all around yeah. you. It's not bound in our hearts and it's not bound in our relationship. And thus it is not capable of being captured. (laughs) You cannot capture love. Yeah. It's free. And once you try to do it. It's there. Yeah. It's already around you. But we, we create a cage Mm -hmm. and we create it. To stand emotionally open before the world and give, um, give of our hearts without fear of hurt or demand of, I don't know if I'm saying this, this word is always hard for me to say, Chris. Reciprocity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't like that word. Uh (laughs) This is the ultimate act of human courage. For that, we shall amplify love. Yeah. 
That one is a powerful one. It's so powerful. Um, The next declaration, how are we doing on time? We're we're pretty good. Yeah. Um, Is to inspire greatness. Generation after generation is failing to hold the line of ideals and values, virtue, humanity. Instead of helping somebody that falls on the ground, on their tummy when they're pregnant, and asking, do you need help? We record or we laugh or we stand by. Yeah, and do nothing. We do nothing. Instead of watching and, and stopping a fight amongst two individuals, we pull out our phones yep. and we record so that we can get more views yep. on our, yep. our social media. Yeah. Like, what is that? It's like, such what, a sick way of our world. It's, it's disgusting. Sad. It's very, very, very sad. Um, too often we don't call out a wrong or expect ourselves or others to act with routine, integrity, excellence, or love. Yeah. It's not my, it's not my business. Yeah. That's just not my business. Which is crazy. It is your business. It's happening right in front of you. Yeah. What are you going to do about business. it? It is your business. That's your up. integrity. Stand up. We need more men like David. I'm sorry. Yeah. But we need more men like David. I hate when somebody says, that's not my business. Yes, it is. If it's happening in front of you, that's your business. And if it's not right, then stop it. Yeah. I hate bullies. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm driving and I see people ganging up, I'll yeah. stop. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. And let it be an animal on top of it. Oh I'm getting out of my car. Oh, gosh. Let me pull you by the collar and make you feel that way. You, yeah, so it, does, it doesn't just stop at, at, at mm. humanity. It's, it's, it's exactly animals. Like, those are God's creation. Everything. It's integrity. It's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not just integrity, but, it, I mean, be who you say you're going to be. Yeah. Be about it all the time. Yes. Not just when it suits you or is convenient for you. Yes. Be about it all the who time. Who are you behind closed doors? Yeah. Who are you behind closed doors? Because I can be whoever I want in front of you. Yeah. Who am I behind closed doors? That's that's the real question right there. We got to do better. And it says, for that, we shall inspire greatness. We should be the people, be the change that you want to be, yes. right? That's what they say. Be the change that you want to that you, that you wanna see. Um, we have to inspire that greatness. We have to be able to inspire somebody else to do better. Yes. That's why when I love seeing those videos when, when somebody's done good for somebody else and then it does, or, or the Starbucks, you yeah. go through and you pay yep. for somebody's drink and then there's this chain that, you know, goes. And sometimes, you know what? Take the blessing. Right. I say sometimes you, yeah. you might have needed that blessing. Yes. So keep it. Yep. You know? Uh, the next one is absolutely my favorite, which is slow time. Absolutely, my favorite, and I'm I'm glad it's your favorite right now because it's so it's suited to what you're practicing right now. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, it says we're not supposed to miss it all. No, this life, but we do frazzled, stressed, and stripped away from the now. The cost is so immense. Says so many moments blurred by speed and worry and panic, all stacking onto hectic days, all creating the ca- uh, catastrophe of an unexpected, unexperienced, joyless life. Many can only vaguely remember the last time that they laughed so hard. Mm-hmm. Oof. That's hard. This one for me is so prevalent because. My kids are older because I'm getting older because I see how quickly you can create. You can have anything that you want. You can have anything that you want. And then what? Yeah. What? Is it just over at that point? Yeah. So then what? So then you, you, you continue on this 
emotional roller coaster of thinking that the next thing is going to make you happy. And mind you why I say that I am, I am, I am really good in, in the grind and I'm really good at working hard and staying disciplined in that area. That is not my life's work. Yeah. That's not, that's only like this portion. That's only this portion of my life's work. My kids watching them, you know, spending time, these moments that we have that we can have, but we so often don't have because we're distracted are gone. That's it. So as much as there is no tomorrow, there is no past. It's gone. It's not yours. There are memories that are left behind, but that's it. So instead of having memories, why not make them every single moment of your life? Why not have that moment? Why not be uh, joyful and have gratitude and, 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 and be happy in every single thing that you're doing? Be consciously aware of everything. Yes, the energy that you put into thinking and sulking in those memories, put that into the moment. Yes, yes, hands down, hands down. Um, that last chapter got me, like it really did, and it was very, very um, hard hitting and slow time. It, it continues on after the declarations are kind of, um, you know, spelled out, and, and he goes into to more about courage and love, and and he gets in depth in all of these and and why we tend to um, stay away. But every portion of this book just it hit me so heavy and hard. I had to read it probably three different times. Well, and I, you kept saying, every time I pick this book up, it suits me in a different way. Yeah. Every single time I pick this book up, it's different. Mm-hmm. You don't just buy a book, people, to just read it once and then put it on the bookshelf and never pick it up again. Yeah. Well, and if you do, then it's probably just a blah book. Yeah. You know? Um, I highly, highly encourage people to go out and read this book. I highly encourage and challenge you to not only read it, but retain it and then start to live it because... This is life. Yes. This is life right here. This is success. This is wealth. This is love. This is integrity. This is honesty. This is life. This is everything. And I encourage that if you're not a reader to listen to it because he actually, the author is the one reading it in the audible book Mm -hmm. and just the power of his voice and how he gets his points across. That's why it was so hard hitting for Mm -hmm. me because he was checking me. Yeah. And you can't run from somebody else verbally putting something in your ear. You have to listen. You're actively choosing to listen. Yeah. And it didn't feel great, but yeah. I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. I love it. So that's it for this one. And yes. and, and I hope that it inspires you to go out and read this book. Um, shout out again to Brandon Bouchard. Yes. This uh, motivation manifest of the nine declarations to claim your personal power because you have a power within you that you have to claim that you have to walk in, that you have to actually say, this is mine. I'm going to create whatever it is that I want to create. I'm going to write a new chapter. If I want this, I'm going to go after that. You know, it's really, we sometimes make it harder than what it's supposed to be. It's as simple as using your imagination and starting to say, this is what I want. I I challenge, I remember my, my, my girlfriend one time I said, tell me about your life 10 years from now and you owning your home and, and, and it's kind of the same thing yeah. I did with Dana. Yeah. You know, what does your house look like? Yeah. What is inside of it? I want, I want you to go into detail. I want you to think when you walk into the foyer, what do you see? What yeah. books are on the shelf? You know, who's around you? Right. 
and start to move in that. And then you might be inspired to look at Pinterest and then you might be inspired to look up how does somebody own a house? Right. Then you might be look, you know, inspired to look up like, let me, let me call and just, you know, see where, if I could get approved. And then you might be surprised to find out that you can. Yeah. These are all actions just by one little thought. Yeah. And then God seems to say, okay, I'm going to continue to make it happen because this is the direction that you're walking in because I came to give you a life and give it to you abundantly. One, when we choose not to do it, it displeases him. Mm. He gave us a brain and imagination for a reason. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you said that. Like you, you have to, the, the power, like you said, is within us. If we're actively choosing not to imagine and not to hope and wish and dream. Yeah. We're displeasing him. Yeah. Period. As the Bronx tale would say, it's wasted talent. It's wasted. It's wasted talent. <laughs> it's wasted. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this um, first, yes. uh, you know, kind of between the sheets. Yes. Um, with the book. And, and I hope that, you know, if there's a book that you would want us to read or one that you recommend, yes. um, let us know. Because it's not just about a book club. It's not just about reading. It's about retaining and figuring out how can this challenge me and change my life? Because this is already changing the way that I think. Yes. And it's allowing me to be more present, you know, and it's just funny how all of the books that are coming to Mm -hmm. me right now are about being present. Mm -hmm. And I understand the importance in it. I understand the importance of it in success, in love, in your household, in your relationships, in every single aspect of my life, how being present should be number one always so that's it i hope you guys loved it and um we really quick before i hit this button yes is there a book that you (laughs) have in mind for the next read i do yeah so you guys go out and get the book if you want to read with us if you want to chime in if you want to put in your own thoughts ahead of time what i'd like to try to do is every single time that we um start the next podcast is i would love to forego what we're going to read and so that way our listeners can read it ahead of time and then chime in and you know what did you like what did you not like what did you disagree with what did you agree with what is already working for you and really give your input that way i think you've already read it and we've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast but i've never read it okay i've heard it's a very aggressive brutal read and it kind of puts people off but it's the 48 laws of power oh why did you say that Me and Chris were just talking about that. I have it on my audible list. I heard it's not that long. Um, And the only reason why I'll say that I kind of like (laughs) is based on, of you know, two people's opinions who I I highly respect, you know, had a very, you know, they say it's a really good book. Some people have became really aggressively successful in that way of thinking. And I want to play around with, like you said, you take bits and pieces, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's, yeah. a, it is what it is. You know, there's been times where I've recommended books to people and because it says the universe too much and, and I'm a Christian and, and they, right. they're a Christian and they're like, Oh God, right. it, just, it just said a universe too much for me. Well then change it to God. Yeah. Like that's what you believe. Yeah. So just because that's what the reader believes, don't let that stop right. you from gaining knowledge and wisdom. Change it to your own narrative. Sift through the information, you know, and, and change it to what suits you, what's best yes. for you. You yes. know, they, 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 they say the universe all the time. Well, guess what? My God, created the universe. It sits in the palms of his hand. So do I believe that God uses the universe? Yeah, absolutely. Do I believe that he uses the sun, the stars and the skies? Well, guess what? Three wise men followed him. So yes, I do. Yep. You know, they were astrologer. So (laughs) (laughs) So don't get me started, but that's it guys. We're out till next time. Manifesto. Manifesto. 
manifesto, motivation, Brendan Bouchard. <laughs>